This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the county result, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. So, the only thing left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. And you can also get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus. Rewards registration required. Points only on menu items. Delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything. From which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However... When it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. I do actually look like that. It's, it's not going to be good for my self-esteem tonight being with a guest who's like three years younger than me and looks like three, sorry, three months younger than me and looks 10 years younger than me. It's going to be, oh, God, I think I've got my natural charisma and sunny disposition to fall You've back done, on. done your okay, research look. as well, haven't you? Yeah, I, I don't think about it. Yeah, Wikipedia is <laughs> a fantastic tool, mate. Fantastic tool. <laughs> Hello, it's 7pm on a Wednesday, which can only mean it's time for your weekly serving of top county content slash mediocre county content delete as applicable yes we're here every week on youtube as well as being available as an audio podcast wherever you get your audio podcast more on that shortly joining me nick lee as ever it's bradbury's finest a man who was once described but you, you were once described I it was, is russ yeah. johnson hey, mate, you're you're right, right? Mate. yeah not bad you yeah, yeah. can't grumble can't grumble it's all right what have you been up to apart from going to the football and having people who love you and care about you and respect you that's pretty much it. Yeah, driving kids around, you know, that sort of thing. To all the, the various clubs that they go to. I don't know. That's it. I, I, had a, I, I had a Tinder date at weekend with a girl from Albania. Big oh, red yeah. flag. Hey, hey, you're having that. <laughs> Geography joke. Come on. <laughs> flag joke as well. And we're up and running. We're up and running. Yes. <laughs> Before we, we kick off, we should tell people about the uh, TSBW fan club that we're kicking off. Um, we didn't decide that's what it's called, but I just have then, just off, off my own back. Nice, I so, like it. I like it. Yeah, it's, it's all right, isn't it? It's, it's yeah. what it says on the tin, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah, people have to admit to being our fans, but you know, you can't have it all, can you? But yes, from next week, we will be on Patreon, and there's it'll be three pounds a month. We decided, didn't we? And don't worry, this will still be free of charge on a Wednesday night. Wednesday at seven on YouTube, YouTube will be free. But if you join the fan club, you get the audio podcast immediately after into your Patreon feed. 36 hours before it go, the audio version goes live to everybody else. You get disc- you get priority access for selected live shows. You get free access to other selected live shows. You get a discount on the merchandise we're going to be producing. And 
oh no, you get to feel like you're making a difference. And that's that's something I've strived for my entire life, Russ. And these these listeners can just get it for three pounds a month. So stay tuned to our social media and we will be that will be getting launched in the next few days. Yes. It's worth but pointing out though. It's not that this will be free. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. This will always be free. So the podcast will always be free no matter what, but you'll help us out by uh, by subscribing and you get the content ahead of everybody else. Can I just say as well, thank you to Peter Craven, Andy Baldwin and Andrew Redding for their do- donations. Is that the right word? So, yeah. The, the, yeah. 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 Um, that's the word. I, thought, I mean, that is that is the word. That's the, the yeah. very definition of that word. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So cheers for that. And I'm sure we'll sort you out with something at some point for for, for being yeah. so generous. So cheers for that. Really appreciate it. There we go. Right. Should we get our guest out? That's me, that, that's me done. Yeah, I've, I've done one of my two jokes for today. Nice. Um, yeah, crack on, mate. Do it. Right, cool. Right. So tonight we've advertised it and it's happening. So we've, we're delighted to be joined by... Um, let me just get the title right before, because I don't want to mess it. I don't want to mess this up. The head of pro player support at Stockport County. It's none other than James Jennings. Hey, JJ, you okay? Yeah, I'm good. Thanks to you. Yeah, not bad, mate. Not bad. Thank you so much for joining us. Really appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. It's been quite a few months, hasn't it? We've been trying to sort the date out, so <laughs> yeah, to be finally um, on here. Yeah, I know you footballer types. It's really hard to pin down. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still, yeah, I'm still getting that tag now, aren't I? Even though I've uh, finished playing, it's hard to to get rid of. It's hard to shake off, isn't it? Yeah. Um, what we'll do, what we'll do is we'll talk about the current situation at County and, and, and things like that, things around that. Then we'll move on to, I think, your actual role, because I've, I've, I've talked to a few people even at the match last night and we're not really sure what it is. So, that I mean, that's, that's you know, you can explain it in your words, which is um, which is good. And then we'll talk a bit about the Players, Players Association as well, which is something new at the club. Um, and then we'll just talk about you and your career and your time at Wrexham. Mass booze, I can hear yeah. from around Stockport. Um, <laughs> another, another, um, other clubs that you've been to. Um, so yeah, hopefully, if anyone is joining from Wrexham, you're gonna have to subscribe if you want to chat, if you want to comment. But do, do get your comments and questions in for JJ, and we'll read out and ask the most appropriate ones. <laughs> How about that? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. No. Well, you you ask the most appropriate ones. I'll ask the most inappropriate ones. Okay. <laughs> right. That can we? <laughs> <laughs> fair dues, fair dues. Okay, uh, so let's kick off then. So, current situation. I guess about my first question that, that I was thinking of is, what's the ve- very generic like Sky Sports question? What's the mood in the camp like? The mood in the camp's good. You know, um, it, it's been a lot of games. I think over Christmas and the New Year. I know we've had the odd game um, called off, but we've still had to prepare for those games going into them been a normal week it's only been called off last minute um so the mood's been good you know obviously results have been good you know take away new year's day against grimsby fa cup against warsaw um december was a great month um i think we won every game didn't we correct me if i'm wrong um so yeah mood's really good you know we've had a few few new additions to the team as well so that that sometimes freshens things up as well um new faces coming in um, lads having to help them integrate within the team um, obviously takes the level up a little bit as well but um, 
yeah, generally it's been really good. Lads wanting the games to come thick and fast. So I think Saturday was a bit frustrating. The game was off, but you know it's just something you've got to deal deal with. We had a training session on um, Saturday at Carrington, and then it was yeah straight straight focusing onto the next game against Bradford last night. I was going to say when a game gets called off that late, is it is that what is that what you all do? You all get onto the training pitch and um, and have and have a, a like an impromptu training session. Yeah, it, I think it was because of the weather. It's a case of where we could get on, you know, frozen pitches. But the lads are at Carrington anyway, having a pre-match meal before travelling over to Crew. So um, we had the lads there. So you know, rather than waste a day of doing nothing, um, we had a training session. Luckily, we got a good relationship over at United at Carrington. So they kindly lent us their um, astroturf that we trained on. So the lads got a bit a bit of work in, um, and then and then. You know, back to preparation for for the game last night. So yeah, it's just one of games get called off. We've always got to look at Plan B. You know, on the basis that you know the forecast was was bad last week as it has been. So you know, we're preparing for for Plan P in case the game didn't go ahead. What are the general thoughts about about last last night's game then? Because mm. I mean, from, from a fan's <coughs> point of view, it's, it's, it's just. One of them, really. I think we, we shaded it in terms of chances. I can't think of anything that Ben had to do. Um, it's For me, it's nice that we've gone from Bradford Park Avenue turning up and turning us over to mm. Bradford City coming and playing for a draw. Right? <laughs> yeah. Just goes to show how far we've come in the last few months, two yeah. years. It's mental. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Massive transformation, isn't it, from, from a couple of years back in... And and that's obviously like you know where we're going. We obviously the the attendance this season have been incredible. I think go back to your question last night. Yeah, it was a little bit frustrating, but it was almost one of them where we'll probably come away both you know fairly satisfied with a point. Um, we both think both teams would have liked to work the keeper a little bit more. Um, ben didn't have a great deal to do though. Keeper made a good save off you know off his forehead. Whether he mm. meant it or not, I'm not too sure. Um, Will had a good chance back stick. Carl Carl Woods had a you know a header first half from a corner. So there's a few good there's a few good chances. Um, another day being clinical enough, we would have would have got the three points. But you know to look at t- taking four points from yeah. you know it's it's a massive you know it's a massive step. So you know take the positives out of it. I think if we go to Wimbledon on Saturday, get three points, then you know that point last night becomes a good week. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Were, were, were the lads were the lads satisfied with it? Because like I said, to us, there was a lot of, a few people said it felt like two points dropped. But were the lads satisfied yeah. with it generally? You know, our standards are high within the group. You know, that, that's from the top down to the bottom. And, but the players set them standards as well, as much as the staff. So, you know, on a, a Tuesday night under the lights, great nights. The atmosphere was really good last night. Just wanted that, wanted that goal. I think the lads would just would have wanted a goal to celebrate in front of the fans and and get the three points. Even more after the game being called off on Saturday. So yeah, they probably were disappointed, but you know it's it's a point whether it's two points dropped, point gained. Hopefully, it'd be one of them we look at in a couple of months and go, you know what, wasn't too bad of a point. You know, a bit like you know Northampton game was obviously a great reaction, getting the three points on the back of on the back of the Warsaw game. So you know, hopefully it's proven to be a good point later on in the season. Yeah, I've just checked as well. We did win every game in December. Yeah. We, yeah, did, we didn't so. concede yeah, either, yeah. did 
No, we didn't concede yeah. in December either, yeah. Caff forgot uh, manager of the month, didn't he? And what's got player of the month? Yes. Good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It was a good month. It was. Good stuff. Yeah. There's any more good months to come, though. It's all, all going in the right direction still, isn't it? Like, I, I don't understand the whole thing of two points <sighs> drops yesterday. I, I mean, I wouldn't say we were the better team. In, it, was, it was all a bit sloppy in possession for both sides. But in terms of the chances, I thought... I thought we. I can't. I can't think of it. I mean, I, I was in the. You might not know this, Russell, but I was in the press box yesterday. I, I didn't. I didn't no. know that. Yes. No, I didn't Just hear the about type that. Of circles, no. the type of circles that are moving nowadays. Yeah, I felt mm. like one of them burglars who wins the lottery. It's just. So what? So what did you, you? You would have. Um, you would have had a good view of Mark Hughes, wouldn't you, Nick? When he. Yeah. That's right. That's Leslie to you. Uh, yeah. 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 It'd be, yeah, it'd be yeah, interesting was, to to know what you said on commentary. Yeah, we were just laughing. We were just, yeah. what, 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 it's nice to have that. It, it kind of took me back to the 90s of having this. I seem to remember during the 90s, we'd have someone who was like ex-United. Yeah. Like on the, I, remember, <laughs> yeah. I remember Clayton Blackmore coming at one point and just getting <laughs> shit for 90 minutes. And obviously Mark Hughes has got the, he's the triple threat, isn't he? Because it's United City and Stoke. He, oh God, yeah. All three, aren't he? So it's like, well, he's, he's going to get it. But he seemed to be loving it though. He seemed to be absolutely... Yeah. Loving having a bit of needle and that. Yeah. Was it? Yeah. Was it? Was are, are you, it? He, he talking specifically about the uh, the Noel bit where the he was trying to take incident. his throat. Yeah. 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 So, yeah. I, I mean, I was in I was in upper tier one, so I, we just saw something going on. All I saw was Mark Hughes basically being a shit house, getting in his way when he was trying to take a throw in, and then when when he got told to stand back, he was like, "What? I was stood here and pointed like <laughs> three feet away from where, <laughs> three yeah. feet away from where he was actually stood." Is that about right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Stuck his arm in, didn't he? Yeah. Yeah. It's ridiculous. But it's good, though, isn't it? Well, I do love a good pantomime villain, you know, in football. Yeah. Dean, Lew- yeah. I don't, For some reason, Dean Lewington has always been my hate go-to. Why is that? <laughs> yeah, because because whenever MK Dons came, and at the time, they were, they were better than us. Um, a lot of teams were, to be honest, during, during the 10 years that we've been... <laughs> shit um <laughs> um and he just he's just played the game well to be honest and they were winning and he'd always like if a ball if a if a ball um a ball boy threw the ball at him right at him he would his hands would stay by the side and he would he'd let it hit him and let it roll off him and, and then go pick it up and not catch <laughs> it to take the throw do you know stuff like that yeah and i just yeah, think yeah. come on man i mean well, that's, that's exactly what i'd do if i was a player though yeah i know i i, I enjoy it when it's us but he, he came <laughs> yeah, and did it too Madden many times. Oh, yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's too many. I mean, have you ever got up to... Is, is that in your game? You know, when you played, JJ, you know, you were proper slowing it down, but to the to the nth degree. Yeah, I think you, the older you get, you start learning those dark arts of the game, don't you? And, you know, if you're, if you're on, the, on the team that's winning and a bit of time wasting, you know, at the start of the season when the results weren't quite going our way, we were playing teams and they were doing that to us. Yeah. You know, we were a little bit naive, you know, a little bit, needed to be a little bit more streetwise and, you know, the, the, the likes of uh, the gaffer and Hilly and Dave were, you know, trying to tell the lads, we, we need to be a bit more streetwise. You know, if we're winning 1-0 away from home, for example, you, you just got to, you got to play for it a little bit. You know, it's not to the point where, you you know, you're going too far and it becomes cheating to an extent. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But you know, if you if you're just taking your time, taking a set piece, or you're buying a foul, 
teams do it to us, and it, if that, that can make a big difference. Yeah, it's just playing the game, isn't it? I yeah, guess. playing the game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But do you, are you always conscious that you need to do it to a point of a card? So it's there's sort of like a yeah. window in there. There's a window. Yeah, there. yeah. There's a window, and you know, you know the ref. You know how the games go, don't you? So you know whether the ref's going to be quick to pull a card out or not, or. How many yeah. times you've done it within a game? I used to, I used to do it a lot. I used to do it a lot. I used to wind a lot of people up. I used to wind a lot of opposition fans up. Anyway, yeah, like it. Um, on, on the ref, um, what what was the general feeling on him last night? Because I I thought he was just terrible for both teams. But how their lad didn't get sent off for that challenge on Miles over on the far side, I, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it was high. It was high, wasn't it? Yeah. See, yeah, seen a clip of it. Seen a clip of it last night um, after the game. It was a bad challenge, bad challenge. You know, like we we we've had red cards for for a lot less this season yeah. and last season. So yeah. I don't know. I don't know what the angle whether the ref could. You know, it, it was a bad. You could see by the reaction. I think you could tell by the, by the player as well. The, the way he ran off, didn't want any confrontation. Just wanted to get yeah. back in position without seeing that red card. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know the, these incidents. You know that that could have left Miles really. That could have been a bad injury. That you know he's caught caught him quite high up, leg breaker. Yeah. Um, awful. But yeah, he, he did. Yeah, he was getting a bit of stick from the fans, wasn't he? The ref. Quite well, he, rightly. Even the Bradford lad I was doing the commentary with, he he said it was a, a clear red all day long. Like he, he was he was a bit biased to tell the truth. But, I mean, he, he was convinced they should have had a penalty, which yeah. I'm not having. Having having watched it back, I'm I'm not having it. Right, I thought yeah, in real time. Right? Yeah, I thought in real time. But I thought it was Stonewall, but I've not watched it back. But yeah, yeah, I think he threw himself into him a little bit as much as he's you know Will's is it Will was I think Will come across him didn't he? Yeah. I think it's just the way he went down. Yeah, it's just a bit theatrical. Yeah. Um, but but if it was one of us, we'd be jumping up, wouldn't we? Absolutely, yeah. We'd yeah. still be whinging about it now, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah absolutely. Because yeah. <laughs> <laughs> going yeah. back to the uh, Hippolyte challenge as well, I noticed the lad, when he did it, he, he sort of did a bit of a shout while Miles was on the floor. At Miles, as if to say, mm. get up, it wasn't yeah, much. Trying that. to, convi yeah, trying to yeah. convince everybody yeah. that it's, it wasn't a yeah. bad challenge. What? <laughs> he got well, yeah. I don't know what Again. he said. No, no, I don't know what he said. I'll find out tomorrow. I'll ask Miles. Yeah. <laughs> well, oh, I, I didn't man. see much from Bradford to think, to, to worry us if we got them in the playoffs at, at all. Like, over the two games we've played against them. Because considering their, quite, I mean, quite direct. Three budget. Mm -hmm. yeah. yeah, quite direct. And I think they, it went a little bit scrappy. Um, yeah, they were playing, playing a lot of long balls. It become a bit of a five ball at times. And, I think both both defences dealt with it well. I think they defended yeah. well. We defended well. Kind of cancelled each other out. Um, but yeah, nothing. That, we played a few teams this season where I thought, you know, nothing special, but they've been up there. So I don't think there's, there's a massive difference. And obviously there's a big, there's not many points. Is there from third down to, I think, 14th. Yeah. I think it's five, six points in it. So small margins, you know, I don't think it's just, just having that consistency really. Um, you know, we beat Carlisle three 0 and you know they're getting really good results at the minute and still staying up there. Um, likewise, when we we played Walsall the first game, I think it kickstarted their season. They scored in the um, eighty six minute mm. first game late. at home. Yeah, it was late, and then we've gone on a really good run and seems to have improved a lot as a team. So, 
No, I think we we just got to stay in and around it. I know last night we would have got into the playoffs, wouldn't we, if we won? But you know, it's still still early, still early, still plenty of yeah, time left. It'll, and it'll we've seen from it'll last it'll season, come. yeah, yeah, we put a run together, start making ground and push push a bit bit further on the table. Yeah, it was good last night to see. Um... Obviously, Noyle making his making his full debut. I thought he was considering he's been playing as a wide centre back uh, for Doncaster recently. I thought he did very well, and it was also very good. Right, as well. Yeah, nice. that's my second joke of the night. I'm done. I'm done with. See ya. <laughs> I've been waiting months to do that Rydell High joke, and that wasn't worth it, was it? And, and he did all that, and I think JJ missed it as well. You have to do it again at some point. No, no, it was it wasn't worth it the first time, so I certainly won't be doing it a second. Uh, I think we've lost JJ. His 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 sound's gone. Um. So we'll get JJ back. Hopefully, uh, we'll talk to him about his the, being a head of pro players support and the players association. Um. Yeah. Interesting from last night, isn't it? Um. Burn man of the match as well. Um. I called it Solid. just before. It, just before, um, I don't know. Was it you that said he's a, basically a carbon copy of um, Horsfall? Yeah, Horsfall. Yeah. yeah, he won absolutely everything, didn't he? Yeah. Are you back, JJ? Hey, JJ? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can now. Sorry, my uh, my battery's on my earphones going off. I'll <laughs> <laughs> do one audio based no. joke. Uh, <laughs> like... Uh, it's not yeah, good preparation, yeah. that is it? <laughs> it's not good. Pre- I've borrowed my missus earphones, and uh, she's obviously not charged them up in a while, so she's getting the blame for that. Yeah, it's her fault. Blame her. Yeah. <laughs> um, um, we've got a f- our first question before we move on to your current role in, um, from Ian Dowden, friend of the podcast. Um, having played at wing back, how do you rate our wing backs now? Really good. Um, obviously, I was I was um, I was in the team when Ryan Rydell came in um, when we signed him from Fleetwood. Um, albeit, I moved to left of the three at the back and played quite a yeah. lot of games with him in front of me. Young lad played, uh, you know, maybe a dozen games League One. Um, was playing for the twenty threes mainly at Fleetwood, so you know he's still quite young and. Um, Still learning, still you know, still learning the trade. So I kind of took him under my wing a little bit, and then last season when I joined the the coaching staff for the second part of the season, I, it it was great working with him and seeing him develop and improve, and um, the assists that he got last season as well. I think he got nineteen assists last season. So was it nineteen? Um, yeah, I think it was about nineteen. Yeah. So see, seeing him the way that he improved because he physically, you know, he's an athlete. You know, he's quick. He's strong. Um, he gets up and down, but I think technically there was there's aspects in his game that he needed to um, improve on, <clears throat> and I think he has done. His delivery has been brilliant, um, set pieces as well. So um, impressed with the way Ryan's come on, and and like likewise with, with Kyle as well. Um, a player that I've seen a couple of times live, seen quite a few clips of as well. So I think I might have lost you again, fellas. No, nothing here. Right, it's gone to my laptop now. Anyway, so. all right, fair dues. <laughs> I can't go, can't go away with that one. Um, but yeah, Kyle, really good player. You know, um, uh, really good lad. He, he's. I think. I think when you leave a club and you know the the fans from that club are devastated by it. Yeah, 
Yeah. You know, they're saying that he's the best, you know, the best right back, right wing back in the league. He was playing right for three actually uh, quite a lot this season. But yeah, he's got he's got a lot of good attributes. Um I think he's gonna fit into this team really well. Yeah, yeah, they were devoured, weren't they? Um I, I heard one I heard I saw well, I saw one post that um they were blaming the club for having no ambition for letting him go. Yeah. I thought I thought, yeah, well we've we've got ourselves a player then, haven't we? And I noticed uh, James Brown went to their place on loan, didn't he? So bit of a bit of a triangle going on there. Yeah. Even if they did have the ambition to keep him, they've just not got as much ambition as us at the end of the day. That's it. Even even if they did try you know, try and keep hold of him or offered him this, that and the other. You know, I've yeah, fuck him. We are just better, aren't we? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's it. <laughs> Did you? By the way, did you hear? Did you hear Nick's uh, Ryan Rydell joke before? Did you get? Did you catch that? No, I didn't. I missed that. What was it? Lucky you. Lucky you. You did it again. But all I was saying was, uh, it was good to see the wing backs get involved, and it's particularly good to see Rydell. Yeah, someone's not seen Greece. <laughs> Told you it wouldn't be worth it, Russ. Told you it wasn't worth it. You, start, you should have started the music a bit early on that joke. Well, I did previously, but first of all, yeah. That's just, I, I just won't bother in future. I, just, <laughs> I liked it, I liked it. I'm of an age. I'm of, a, I've got, I'm of an age. I mean, it's, it's nice to have you liking what... It was worth it just for you liking it, Russ, because you normally just look all bemused when I start talking <laughs> I shit, so. I Just glaze over like some it. most of the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Proper dad joke, that one, Nick. Uh, that's, that's my flavour. That's all I've got. It, it'll come to you, JJ. Honestly, I do dad jokes at our house. If I do them, it's a shit dad joke. But if Peter Kay does it in a regional accent and talks about the past, it's fucking hilarious, apparently. Yeah. Yeah, exact, same exact same in this house. Any, uh, I'm coming out with dad jokes all the time and get looked at and discussed. Yeah. <laughs> it's not fair. We should start up a, a like a society or something. Yeah, but I don't, I don't know. I don't know. Where I'm going with that one, so we'll move on. Um, just all, all go and all go and join the what's that real ale club? Camera. You can all go and join Camera and just sit in a, a grotty little pub and tell dad dad jokes to each other. How's that, Russ? Fancy that? No, not really. Not really. I'll, I'll, I'll come in with some great uh, audio-based jokes based on <laughs> some musical films. Fair dues, fair dues. Um, right, head of pro player support then. Um, JJ, tell us tell us a bit about that and what that actually entails, and we'll get into the crux of it. Yeah, so I, I mean, it's a role that's new to the club, a role that's new to myself. Um, essentially, it's player care, um, covering players from when they first turn as a pro um, all the way up. So our oldest player being Ben Inchcliffe. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it is me. Um, but yeah, yeah, you won't like me saying that, will he? Um, no. But fair play, you know, he's still playing. He's, he's playing a long, longer than me, anyway. So, um, but yeah, um, head of professional player support. So looking after the players, literally from from when they sign, so induction all the way through to exit. So obviously, we've had, had quite a lot of players come in, and a lot of players go out. So it's um, looking after. Um, looking after the players that come in from the first day that they sign from um, assisting them on the medical, helping them relocate, oh, helping right. them settle down, helping the, 
if they've got a family, helping them, you know, um, get familiar with the areas of where to move to, where to live. If the if they've got, you know, kids, then you know, it's schools, it's childcare, nurseries, um, and then getting them viewings on places, um, signing tenancy agreements off, um, all the way through to getting, you know, then doing media to then, you know, integrating within the team, helping them settle, find out what the wants are, what the needs are, and and kind of creating a focus on what that player wants so that um, you know, ultimately they can maximize minimize any issues you know off the pitch and you know um maximize potential on the pitch um so it's ongoing really obviously we've got players that come in and come you know and and, and leave as well so it's it's making sure that we still got the connection with the player when they leave you know that the, the they've got everything that they need and you know some players have left I'd like to think some players have left mostly on a you know on a good note you mm. know whether that's back on the back of the success last season but you know, we want to make sure that they've they've had a good impact whilst they've been at the club. Um, additionally to that, to the role, which is quite varied, it's um, community duties, uh, working with the community trust, making sure that we've got player appearances that are out visiting the schools. Um, you know, the, the community trust do some great initiatives, mm-hmm. so making sure that, you know, the players are out within the community and uh, representing the club, obviously, in the best possible way. I think we've seen that as well the last the last couple of years, the amount of kids we see now with county shirts on. Uh, my little lad, if he goes to football on a Saturday morning, you're going to get your City United kids with the kits on and quite a few Liverpool fans, but you're getting more and more county fans, more and more shirts um, darted about around Stockport, which is yeah. brilliant to see. So um, I think that makes a massive um impact within the community you know getting the players down there and having that connection and you don't get it as much with the top clubs do you so you know players turning up after school club or to an assembly you know um loads of different campaigns that are going on so yeah kind of just organizing that with them as well as media duties as well we've got a great media team that are always you know trying to get great content so just trying to make sure that we've got players that are you know doing the media side and pushing stuff across the socials um, and then it's just a maintenance really I suppose just making sure that the lads are they're all good they're, they're all focused going into a my, mine's different obviously there's great work that goes on it on the training pitch throughout the week throughout the season and mine's probably more focused on you know what they do away from it and making sure that they did the the, the kind of prepared going into a Saturday away from the pitch, but if there's anything else that they want to they want to do away from it, whether that's education, um, whether that's you know um, leadership, life skills, is you know it's quite varied. So, um, but yeah, enjoying it. I think about eight months into it now, so learning, learning as I go along. But you know, great bunch of lads that I'm working with. Um, been lucky to play with you know probably half of them anyway. So that relationship. Um, it's been built up anyway. That trust has been built up. You know, a lot of it's well-being as well. So making sure that um, you know there's no issues on that side. So I've done a mental health first aid course, so just being able to recognise and identify any issues that do go up. And um, if there is, then obviously I can you know pass that on and make sure that the players looked after. Nice. Sounds good. Is there um is there a blueprint from other clubs? Is there a blueprint for the role, or are you literally 
Is, have you have you created has the role been created for you at county? Uh, yeah, I mean, there, there is there is a blueprint. I think it's more common higher up you go, and it, it was something that I was definitely interested in and kind of identified throughout the time last season. I mean, I was so lucky last season on the back of having to retire, which was obviously absolutely heartbreaking to, to have to retire through injury, but, you know, blessed in a way that the club were, you know, fully behind me and give me plenty of opportunities to explore different avenues and kind of, you know, where I wanted to go and what I wanted to do for, you know, my next, my, my next step. So um, I worked on pretty much every department without uh, throughout the club from commercial to marketing to retail to um, on the coaching staff, um, shadowing football administrations, Alex Cowardy, Simon Wilson, director of football. Um, if I wasn't on crutches, I would have been with Cashy and Judders on the pitch on <laughs> the lawn. But I was, I wasn't very mobile at the time. Um, so that no, give me a good understanding of how each department works within the club and how it all interlinks, building up to a game on a match day. So. Um, I was lucky to get that experience because I, you know, lucky that I played football professional for 15 years plus. So I've never had to work. So I got a bit of a shock when I was then having to work nine till five proper hours, <laughs> and then I was doing a masters on top on, on top of that as well, masters in football business and management. So right. I had the the day to day stuff, you know, learning day to day on how the actual real life football works in each department and then add the, the academic side as well, which which was, you know, learning from like, you know, leading experts in different fields within you know, football football business and management. So no, it was good. Massive learning curve for me. So and then and and then this opportunity arose on, on the head of professional player support. So it was something that I was keen keen to do and passionate about because um, you know, I want to see players, you know, do well, not just not just on the pitch, but off the pitch. So it's um, it's definitely something I've been enjoying. Where do you see your future? Is is it in the is it in the player care area and, and mental health side of it and and that kind of thing, or is it in the business and admin and and that side of football? Yeah, good question, Russ. I don't. I get asked this quite a bit, and it's. I mean, you know, you finish playing football and. My next career now after football is going to be double the length, double the length of my football career. Yeah. So you know, you're talking thirty years. You know, and if you if you do well, then it's going to be a little bit shorter. But mm. um, I'm I'm just taking it a little bit slow at the minute. I'm enjoying what what's going on at the minute at the club. I'm um, putting a stamp on you know a new department that's um, new for myself, new for the club. Hopefully, some of that can grow and build, and you know. You know, hopefully we can progress up the leagues, and you know, I've got I've got Matt Janssen there as well, which is you know I'm working with him as well, like he, as a he's a play liaison. So you know, it's some there's loads of new ideas we want to you know bring bring to the club and bring to the team and try and develop, and it's a work in progress. So if I can learn as much as I can on on on, on different parts of what I do and the people around me, then you know, just see where it goes. What you said, you said their play liaison. I, I, it's just come to me. What, what's, what's is there a is there a line drawn between liaison and player support? Because there should be surely there's overlap there. Yeah, to be honest, Russ, like there's loads of different titles. Every club might have player care, 
player support, player liaison. It, you can define it in different ways. I think, um, you know, I think I think the actual title nowadays, people would suggest higher up the leagues that you you know you you're just a PA to the players, right? You're booking restaurants and you're changing light bulbs for the players. <laughs> I, I, I won't be changing a light bulb. <laughs> I think what's important within my role and 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 Yanni, you know, when we work together with the players, is that you want to. Um, the old saying, you, you don't, you, you want to give them the rod, you don't want to give them the fish. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I don't, I don't want to be, you know, wiping the, the players' asses because ultimately when they come to finish their career, you know, they, they've got to develop some of the life skills and, you know, um, be able to go into the big wide world once, once to finish playing football. And if they've had someone there doing everything for them throughout the career, they're going to get a massive shock because it was, you know, it was hard enough for me and, I'd like to think that I was quite prepared for for when I finished playing football. You can never be prepared, but you can definitely put things in place, to, you know, to help you make that transition. Mm. Um, but yeah, there's, there's there's different titles, and there's, I think every club kind of puts their own little stamp on it. But everyone tries to do the same sort of things. So um, different clubs will have different ideas, and higher up you go. There's obviously a lot more workload in it, and you know there's language barriers, and there's just you know there's loads to it. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I just say at this point, everybody that's uh, listening live, if you've got any questions for JJ, do do uh, put them in the chat, and we'll 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 read some out. Um, and if you are watching live, do um, like the video as well. And if you listen on a podcast, please do rate and review because it helps with the algorithms and all of that good stuff. Um, so cheers for that. Um, yeah, back to the player thing. So, is it literally like when they come through the door, then you're the first person that greets them, that kind of thing, and you show them around the uh, training ground, and you you know you show them around Edgeley Park, that kind of thing. Yeah, usually there's there's there's, there's a process of when a player comes in the door. So, um, um, there be a there be a presentation show to the player, to the to, to their agent, and and talking about. The, you know the season, um, how the season's going, the vision of the club, um, the plans that are in place. You know the style of football, the philosophy, how the manager works, um, things that are going on off the pitch, um, and what's also important about that as well is to you know the the history of the club as well. You know, make sure we talk about the heritage, and you know that'll probably bring me into a question from you about the players' association, but just just letting them know about. You know the history of the club, the fans, the area, um, and then yeah, so yeah, and then once everything's agreed, I suppose it's a case of getting them in, doing the medical side of things. You know, Luke and, and Jake and Tom Eastwood um, take care of that. Seeing the club doctor, um, getting a kit off Lando. Um, <laughs> usually, it's uh, I've only got a size medium. What? <laughs> the first question is how, how tall is he right okay will a medium fit him <laughs> well if it's only a medium it's gonna have to fit him <laughs> and then yeah and then introducing him to the you know the rest of the staff and to the wider group to the players um helping him integrate helping him settle in um before you know it there's a game around the corner so it's and then it's a case of uh making sure that the family know where they're going on a match day as well. So luckily at the club, we've got a players lounge. Um, so 
it's a, it's a good area for the family and friends to come pre-match um an area for them to have food to have a drink um kids to have a little run about and then you know i think that encourages the the families to to come to games as well mm. you know i'm not saying that it's 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 bad if you've just got to wait in the stands or anything but you know if there's families that have got little kids and it, you know it can be quite tough you know where they run about we're lucky at this club we've got the junior supporters club so you know match days i'll bring um players who aren't in the squad over to behind the together stand they've got a great setup there with the yeah you know with a few things that are going on tuck shop face paints um the ball cage and now we've got the county courtyard as well so we're getting plays in there doing interviews with jk before a game you know so you can see the development and the progression that's gone on the last couple of years and then that's just creating even more of a connection for the for the players with the fans because we can use all these different areas for the for the players to come and meet meet the fans all ages which to be honest, I don't think you're getting it any other clubs. You know, you're definitely not getting it higher up where you can get to meet a player and get to talk to them and having a picture, you know, before the game, during the game. So, um, but yeah, it, it's very important. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, I think that, that makes a big difference. I think that's been a big pulling factor, getting fans, um, the attendances growing the last couple of years. Getting some of them fans who'd go and watch United and City who, who no, no longer are to they'll come and watch a county game, whatever county game it is, they've 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 loved it and they've come back again. Or you know they've met Paddy in the car park, or you know one of the injured players. You know Mac has gone over to Junior Supporters Club and um, had a few pictures and spoke to some of the kids. You know you you won't get that at clubs higher up for sure. So it's. Um, I think that's a good relationship to have. Yeah, it, it's, it's, it sounds like it's it's hard not to be impressed when players come in the door with you know with, with the setup and that presentation and the, you know as soon as they come in and they, you know there's a there's a, a a player care sort of process. It's a it's a really big plus. We are getting some questions in yeah. now, so um, we'll answer we'll ask you some of these. Um, first one, Gazen Gad. Away days we count you great. But there's nothing quite like playing at Edgeley Park. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. You in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. As football fans, we often pride ourselves on knowing everything, from which substitution can turn the game around to the quickest route home to beat the crowds. However, when it comes to discussing feelings with our friends, we might not always feel as confident. That's why we're here to equip you with the right tools so you can reach out to those who can help. If your mates are struggling, let them know that the Samaritans are free to call on 116123. That's 116123. They are there to listen without judgment or pressure, 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Zendo. Uh, I think it's Gaz Henderson, actually. Who would you say is the most naturally gifted player currently at the club? Oh, good question. First person that probably springs to mind would be, I'd say, Campsy. He's just technically, technically unbelievable and some of the things that he does in training, the way he strikes a ball, 
the way you connect, the timing of it all. That's the first person that popped up to me, Ed. Um, nice. yeah. He's, he, yeah, he's a top player. Um, it's been a little bit unfortunate this season with, you know, a um, couple of Nichols injuries, illness, sending off. But, you know, I'm sure he's going to play a massive part, second part of the season for the, for the running. Yeah, there was, a, there was a bit of play that he did earlier in the season. Uh, he had three players around it, a bit like Hippo against Northampton you know, early on in the setup of the goal. But right. Camp, Camp had three players around him and he somehow got out of it with a really nice turn and touch. And I was just like, what? And I didn't even see how he did it. <laughs> do, you know, do you know what I mean? And it was right <laughs> yeah. in front of me. Um, it was it was beautiful. Gaz Wharton says, can you change a light bulb? I mean, that's a good, good question. Yeah, my, my wife would say no because she just had a brother around um, pricing up a job for us in the utility room and it, she, she, I just heard her ask before. Um, <laughs> Can you, can you can you put some new light bulbs in for us? So <laughs> there's your answer. <laughs> um, back to the role. Happy Hatter says: Is there involvement in trying to attract potential recruitment targets? For me, yes. Um, yeah, I think I think you know if it, it, we've had previously players that have say come to a game and watched and. Um, you know, I mean, I only play a small part in this, by the way. You know, there's, there's a lot of work that goes in behind the scenes and the recruitment and the scouting side and our director of football and the gaffer as well. But um, if it means hosting a player during a game, showing around, um, as I have done with, with previous players, then, yeah, that's probably when I'll, you know, I'd get involved and, you know, watch the game with them or show them around Manchester, Stockport, um give them an idea of, of what it's like currently within the within the club, you know, within the community. Um, again, talking about the heritage, the history of the club. Um, and yeah, finding out a little bit more about the players as well. You get to know a little bit more that way. I mean, I, th- I thought my question was good, but they're, they're all... They're all just so much better. Yeah. But my question... I've, I've, I didn't tell you what, I've started doing emergency questions now. Oh, I'm just right. going to ask, ask, ask to everyone to mix it up a bit. So, okay. of all the players you've come up against in your career, JJ, which one would you be happiest to find out had stepped on Lego with bare feet? Ooh. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> I told you I was going to mix it up. Yeah, there'd be, there'd be a fair few. <laughs> there'd be a fair few, yeah. Um, there's quite a lot that I've played against and thought this, and then when I played with them, got on really well. But then a lot of people have probably said that about me when they played against me. Yeah. Um, I'll, I'll probably say Connor. <laughs> <laughs> probably say Connor. Yeah. <laughs> Well, on, on the subject of uh, players that you've not enjoyed playing against, we, we've heard from some of our Wrexham fans that you punched the Chester player in the tunnel. But in, in the tunnel, we mean in the tunnel, not yeah. You, you, that's where you were. You didn't have a tunnel. <laughs> yeah. is, it, is this true? I cannot divulge that information. <laughs> <laughs> However, I did get a, a four-match ban and a thousand-pound fine from the Welsh FA. So. Um, it's a bit nasty for something you didn't do, isn't it? It is, yeah. That's what I said when I was in there uh, at the hearing. <laughs> um, 
Oh, that is one of the questions we've had in, actually. It is another one for you. Um, quite This is a good question. This Does the well-being extend to those employees with long-term injuries? I mean, I, th- I think the answer is probably yes, but do you want to give us a bit of insight into that? So he says, like Macca, keeping the spirits up after long periods of absence. Yeah, definitely. I think I think yeah, that's it's a good question because, like I said before, I'm you know it's very much a work in progress and I'm learning as I go on. But you you kind of look back on what you would have liked as a player. So I, I always put myself in that position mm. when when I was playing and I was injured and I had quite a fair um, few long term injuries and you, you know you feel very alone and isolated and away from the team and. You know, you're not a good um, spectator. Um, you feel completely secluded from the group. So I think that's important to make sure that spirits are kept high, they felt like they're involved and, and try and put a, a plan in place for them. So, you know, if they are out for three months, give them some ideas, some challenges, keep them um, st- um, stimulated. You know, um, you, you know, depends on what the rehab process is as well, kind of cross-checking that with, different people in the departments, you know, from performance to, med- you know, the medical department. And, um, yeah, keep keeping them around the group. I think that plays a massive part. I, you know, going back to when I had long-term injuries, you, you're in the gym on your own for quite a lot. You probably only see the lads when you first come in the morning and then towards the end when you get a shower at the end. Um, we're very fortunate that, we, you know, we've got a great environment at Carrington. There's... there's there's a players' lounge where the lads integrate quite a lot, you know, breakfast and dinner and then and then after. So it's just making sure that they're still involved and, you know, match days, giving them something to do, you know, like Maka, putting them, you know, on commentary, getting them over to junior supporters club, you know, once he's, um, you know, up and running. So, but yeah, no, it is a good question and it's, it's something that, you know, we have to kind of keep an eye on. Mm. Yeah, I mean, Mac is keeping himself busy, isn't he, on Twitch? Yeah. He's, he's twitching yeah, yeah, yeah. it, playing FIFA on Twitch. Are you, a, are you a FIFA player, JJ? Uh, I've never done gaming, I'll be honest. I've never played, oh, a, you know. I've never played a console in my life. Wow. It's bizarre. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Never. Too busy punching Chester players. Allegedly. <laughs> 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 um, but, um, yeah. Ryan Moore says, I'll be, out, uh, what's been I'll the be out of a job if you keep saying that. Nick. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan Moore says, what's been the best player initiation you've seen since being at the club? And also, also actually, second part of that, what did you have to do? Did you have to do an initiation when you signed? Yeah, I think the standard initiation is doing a song on the, on the uh, first away trip. So, what did you do? I uh, We had Corky away. Yeah, yeah. Um, Plenty of time. When the, the two, yeah, that season, lockdown season, wasn't it? Yeah. Nil, nil. Oh, no, we lost, lost one nil, didn't we? Lost yeah. one nil, yeah, last five yeah. minutes. Yeah. Um, it's a bad day, yeah. The, the bus broke down on the way to the game. Um, yeah, long trip back. But the night, yeah, the night before, I sung, what was it now? Walking in Memphis, Mark, Mark Cohn. Nice. Walking in Memphis. Yeah, solid choice. I've, I've had a f- fair few clubs, so I've, I've had quite a bit of practice at this point. <laughs> <laughs> is it the same one for every club? Is it walking in Memphis? Is that your gar- karaoke go-to? Yeah, uh, for probably the last five or six years, I started using that one, yeah. It's my karaoke song, so, yeah. It's a good one. What do you do, Ross? What would you do, oh, 
I don't know. Um, don't know actually. I'd probably do um, um, what they called. I don't know. I'll have to dig it out. I'd, 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 I do a bit of karaoke donor, so I'd, I've got I've got a yeah. wide range, uh, Nick. I've got a <laughs> wide range. <laughs> Show off. Um, yeah, the other one we've got through, I can't find it. But what I was going to say was, it, like talking to you, it almost seems like a perfect role for you because um, you've obviously got that respect from the current crop of players. You've got, you've had a really good career. Um, you're from the area as well. I think you're from Stockport, aren't you? Are you from yeah. Stockport? You, yeah, yeah. You, you kind of so you know the area. You know the fans. I mean, <laughs> the, the one thing that's probably going to let it down is who did you support growing up? <laughs> Why did you ask me this? And <laughs> <laughs> every, everyone we have on, honestly, don't don't worry about it. Really well, that, and then you just um, <laughs> no, no, to be honest, I was um, United fan. My dad was a massive United fan. Used to go um, home and away. So I, you know, the first four or five years uh, growing, well, as a kid, I didn't really see much. He was uh, working during the week, and then used to follow United home and away, oh. and then Europe. So. He, he got rid of his season ticket when um, probably when I was a teenager and started playing more at weekends and obviously come and watch me play. So, but then it took towards my from being a teenager to then up to probably when I started playing professional. If if I didn't have a game or if we weren't a United game, then we'd, we'd come down to county. Lived in Davenport at the time, so it was around the corner. So we'd, 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 go, we'd come to quite a few games, went to the League Two playoff final against Rochdale. Me, Connor and my dad, my cousin Jake, um, knew a few of the lads in the team as well. Went to college with quite a few of the lads. Um, I was at Macclesfield doing my YTS and we used to do the same um, YTS uh, education with the, you know, with the PFA or whatever it was. Mm. Edgerly Park, one week at Edgerly Park, one week at, um, at Mac. So yeah, grew up with quite a few, quite a few of the county lads at that point. Nice. Um, yeah, we've got one more question before we sort of move on to your career because we are quickly running out of time. Who's the biggest wind-up merchant, and do they try winding up DC? I think I probably we could probably guess the answer to that. Um, I'm going to say Macca. That's my guess. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, go on. You, cheeky, don't it? Yeah, you 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 t- you tell us, JJ. Um. Yeah, Macca's Macca. He like he, there's no there's no filter with Macca. He's just he's he's the same. He's just who he is. He, you know, he won't he, he won't change for anyone. Gaffer's worked with him before, so he, know, he knows what he's about. Um, wind up merchant. Who is to now? Yeah, probably yeah, probably say Macca. Yeah, there's not 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 that many in our team. Uh, yeah, you never know. You never know who it is nowadays. Anyway, you know, you might come back in and the old, the old traditional pranks of you know your gear being taped up and hung up on the dressing room, <laughs> on the on the, uh, the changing rooms wall, and on the lights still happens. But you know, it's usually yeah, it's, it's usually Macca and a couple of the others. It's it, it's funny because just watching the videos, and, and I've never met Paddy Madden, but he looks like. He can take he can take a joke massively, and he looks like yeah. he's like. But he just looks like 
he just looks like he's a bit fed up about with it. <laughs> do, you, <laughs> yeah. do, you know, do you know what I mean? He's like, I'm, I'm too old for this. That's, yeah. that's how I yeah. get anyway. <laughs> yeah, you, you rarely you get, with me, innit? You rarely get a reaction now. He's just like, I've, I've seen this. I've had this stuff a lot. <laughs> seen it all. Yeah, he's like, I've not anything you do, I've not seen before. <laughs> we we w- wouldn't want to move on without uh you, well you, you alluded to it earlier jj the stockwell county players association why don't you tell us oh, a bit gosh, about yeah. that that's an exciting new initiative yeah yeah really good exciting initiative that that really pleased to to be involved in and that that's finally launched it's been many years in the making you know i've got to give a lot of credit that to three club historians des inks marcus heap um, Ian Watts, so, you know, something that they were looking to to launch back in um, 08, 09, 2010 era. Um, obviously, different circumstances back there, mm. as we're all well aware. But um, you know, it's been it's been their babies, it's been their drive, something that they've they've wanted to create. Obviously, we, we've got the the fan initiative with the scan, and you know, it all correlates a little bit. Um, you know, it's, it, it all kind of looks back on the history of the you know, the players and celebrating the players. And we do that in various different ways, as we've seen with the, the Players Association and now that, you know, the player caps as well. Yeah. Um, you know, we've got the, the players wall, we've got the memorial, uh, memorial plaque. Um, so, yeah, no, really, really, really honoured to be involved in the Players Association. It's something that, you know, we want to make it, you know, a strong, vibrant community for, you know, not just the players, but, um, former players, current players, future players, and the fans as well. Um, as a, you know, as I mentioned, when when we launched it, I think all the players have had good relationship with the fans throughout the years. Um, I did in a short amount of time, so it, it, I think it. You look back and you know in the history of the club. I think I, I watched a video, for example, on Monday, as you've probably seen, Harry Lewis, Bradford goalkeeper. He's doing he's doing a he's doing an interview with Bradford Press um in preparation with you know for the for the game last night. And he's talking about his granddad Ken Mulhern, who played for the club. Um very likable character by all accounts, really, really good player as well. He moved on to City. Um but you could tell from his interview how much you know county meant to to him and to his family. So I, I think something like that. Well, it's obviously made a massive impact on you know Ken Mulhern and the rest of his family. Mm. You know, sadly he's not with us anymore, Ken Mulhern. But you know those memories and experiences have been passed down generations. And you know Harry spoke about that, and um, I, sp- I spoke to him after the game last night, Harry Lewis, and you know it was a proud moment for him to play at Edgeley Park last night. Um, and that's what we want to drive forwards, I think, for the you know for the future. Um, for the future players, you, we want to make sure that you know the players come here to county. You understand the history of the club, um, but it's about creating creating memories as well for them moving forwards. And that you know when they come to a club, it's not just what they do on the pitch, but it's it's making um, it's what the club can offer them: the support network, the fans, the community. And um, you know we've got a lot of players that have relocated, moved to you know moved to Stockport, and. You know, I was speaking to Osher Williams today, Paul Jones, two players who, um, when they signed for County, they lived, you know, different parts of the country. Um, Northeast uh, on the Wirral, and, you know, they're still here now, um, yeah. many years after. 
you know, got families there, still, you know, got a house, might have bought the first house there, might have got married, might have had the first kid. So, you know, we, you know, we kind of want that legacy to keep, keep uh, going on. That's superb. And it's, and it, 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 it massively aligns with your role, doesn't it? The players coming in, you're looking after them straight away. They're in that players association while they're playing for the club. And then, when they leave the club and beyond, if they want to be part of that, they can be, can't they? I guess for as long as they live. Yeah, that's it. You know, once you've played in a, you know, one game for the club, for the first team or, you know, uh, first team staff, um, you know, you, you're part of that, um, you know, you, you're, you're a member for life sort of thing. So, you know, we're going to be um, creating events back at Edgeley Park and, and different places as well. Um, bring former players back, which we do anyway. Keep presenting them with the scan certificate. I know that's you know something separate. Yeah, there's going to be um, there's going to be a community there for them. You know, ninety six, ninety seven reunion, prime example of that. You know, you have got some of them legends back from one of the most decorated part of county's history. Um, but seeing them players in the room talking about stories and reminiscing from you it know the brilliant. playing days, you know the nights out, the preseason tours. You know, um, yeah, loads of stories that I probably can't even mention, but it, <laughs> some, you know, great guys, great, great stories. And you, you can see like the, you can see the enthusiasm there and how happy they are to be back at the club. And when we done that 96, 97 reunion night, um, you know, it made me think that, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll have one in, in 20 years time, you yeah. know, with, with, with our group of lads that got promoted last season. And it had me thinking of, you know, some of our current players coming back and past players who left, you know, in the summer. You know, we had quite a few players that have been here, you know, last couple of years, four or five years, obviously been a big part of, you know, the the, the, the history as well. So, you know, thinking of them coming back in 20 years and, and seeing each other, it's going to be um, something to look forward to. And, and, and different eras as well, you know. You know, our fans. We've got you've got we've got a massive young fan base now, as, and we've got different eras as well. So hopefully, this community of, uh, of the players' association can relate to different eras and have that connection with each one. Um, friend of the show and resident fabric fancy of Ben Walker says need to borrow any shirts for events and presentations. He might know someone with a few. I wonder who that is. So there you go. It's all sorted. <laughs> <laughs> Is that is that Ben? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, yeah. Definitely. I think I think he's got a few shirts like lying about yeah. now. Yeah. But you know what it does? It uh, Joe Inglesfield says it's in the veins of so many of us fans. Do you know what we did? Um, we did a live event at Basque um, over the summer. Was it over the summer? Yeah, it was over the summer. Yeah, for, for Phil well, Brennan's book. Yeah. Yeah, for Phil for Phil Brennan's uh, book celebrating county players that have achieved 100 appearances and we yeah. had the, the, the first uh, first guest one of the first guests we had on was um the goalkeeper what's his name alan ugly alan ugly not ugly as i was about to say mm-hmm. alan ugly and ben showed him uh, i think it was the actual shirt that he that he used to wear like in the 60s and alan was getting quite emotional about it yeah. and that's what it get that's what it does to you and <laughs> you know that's that's mm-hmm. that's the yeah. levels we're talking yeah, that's it. That's it. It was a beautiful moment. Yeah, yeah. No, I think mo- moments like that. I've, um, hearing, you know, I think Gaffer was there, wasn't he? Dave Challenger yeah. was there. A few of the players as well that were, were 
with us at that, that point. So it was a great yeah. night. But you know, they're special nights that we'll we'll be putting on. You know, in hopefully in the next, you know, this year and, and the coming years. And you know, it's 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 real, like I said. You know, I'm really delighted, really honoured to be a part of that and getting to meet some of these former players as well. It's been um, it's been really good. It's been re- really nice to be a part of it. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I noticed Pilks was back when he a couple of games ago. Was it the Northampton game, yeah. Anthony Pilkington? Be good to get, be good to get that crop back in for a promotion celebration again from two thousand and eight. Yeah. Um, um, if you still got time, we'll talk a bit about your career. Yeah, yeah, I've got time. Yeah, the, the, I can hear that the kids aren't asleep yet. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> we've got quite a bit of time there. Yeah. <laughs> Putting it off, I like it. Yeah. Um, so yeah, your career. I mean, we we've had a couple of comments from Wrexham fans, um, massively positive. You know, saying they rate. You know, they they rated you really highly. What was your time at Wrexham like, and and did you enjoy it? I guess. Yeah, I did. I had a, I had a really enjoyable three and a half years. And um, when I signed for the club, I was on lo- I was on loan for the first six months, and then I joined permanently in the summer. And um, it was very much um, a, a big transformation, actually. Um, Dean Keats was manager at the time, and he he was keen on bringing me in, but it it was a bit of um, yeah a transitional period where you know I think that. It, the manager, the new manager at the time, Dean Keats, was um, he had big ambitions. Obviously, didn't quite have you know the, you know the funds to kind of you know be be the favourites to get promoted that year. But you know, I think his history of being at the club as a player and you know the impact that he had as a player, um, he was able to attract some players and you know what to play for him. Um, so I joined permanent that summer and and then three years left, but. Yeah, I'd really, I loved it. I had a really good connection there with the club, really good connection with the fans. I've been back recently, done a done a Q and A with the fans there. Um, still speak to them, met quite a few friends there, and you know, keep out, keep keep my out for the results. It was different last season, wasn't it? <laughs> last season, I can say this now, but um, but yeah, no, I lo- I loved my time there. You know, Connor was there for for two years, so you know, my family spent two years going over to Wrexham to watch Connor and then three and a half years watching me in between going to watch Connor at Tranmere. So yeah, played, played a probably, you know, a, a really enjoyable part of my career being over there. One, one big regret was not getting promoted, but um, yeah, can't have it all, I guess. They are a huge club, Wrexham. As, as much as we've got that little bit of a rivalry with them now, and it is it's yeah. funny when they do, slip up and stuff like that they're they're a set of fans that have done the time and they're they're a club that like, everything's geared up for the football league and you'd imagine they're actually going to do it i think i think they're going to end up getting over 100 points this season mm-hmm. at, on, on current yeah. form and yeah it's just, it's long time and just just don't we've still got a division between them. That, that'd be nice mm-hmm. if, we, if we can go this season and still have that gap that, that'll do me i'll take that yeah <laughs> nah, they, 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 they've obviously got an unbelievable fan base Passionate fans, a lot of sim- similarities to to county. Mm. County fans, you know, big town, both big towns. Um, passionate fans, been been playing in leagues a lot higher, so um, deserve to be in the football league. And you know, I hope they get back into the football league. And you, you do hope that um, 
you know, um, they're going to be good away days anyway. That's the way I look at it. You know, yeah. you know whether whether they're going to be competition or in the same league, they'll be they'll be good away days. They'll be good games to play in as players as well. That's what I always think. Yeah, I was on um, I was on the Wrexham podcast, Fearless in Devotion, uh, a few weeks ago because I know I know Tim and we we know the lads, don't we? So yeah, um, and they asked me. They said, uh, is, is there a rivalry between us? And I said, well, there was last season when, obviously, when we were going for the title, but now we've gone a division up, not really, but, you know, we'll, if you come up, we'll, we'll take you back, hmm. you know? And they were like, oh, what, like a, like a lover? I said, yeah, a bit like a lover, because I, yeah. that's how I that's how I see it, really. We've never had a long rivalry with them, but it's, I'll, I love that we had that last season, because we as county don't really have a rival. I think it's clear that, in it? You know, it's usually City or, it's, well, City, United, but they're in... They're, stratos- they're stratospheric compared to us, but I quite like it. I, I hope they do come up and we we stoke it again. I'm dying to beat them at their place. I'll tell you that much. <laughs> yeah, with fans in the ground. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, yeah. That's the thing, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, be lovely that. Yeah, mm. I mean, I know we we be. I didn't go to the one where uh, Minion scored. Uh, I, I wasn't there for that, unfortunately. But I was there for the three nil. What was that? Was you there for that? Yeah, I was. Uh, I was. I had a dead leg. I was injured. Dead leg. I was injured with a dead leg. I think it was it bank holiday. It was um, end of August, I think. Yeah, yeah, it was. Yeah, end of August, bank holiday weekend. Didn't play well, in it. But yeah. No, I was. I'm. T- yeah, I know. I'm talking about the um, the three nil defeat. But you'd you've retired by then, I think, hadn't you? The three nil defeat. Oh, in the end yeah. Of the season. Three, yeah. Three yeah. Yeah, but well, I mean, was you was you there with the was you where the, with the squad? Was you oh yeah, as... sorry, I thought you meant the one where mini squad. Um, yeah, I was on the bench with the with with the coaching staff. I was I was part of the, the coaching right. staff last season. Yeah, when we got beat three 0 and yeah, that was a tough one to take. Tough one to take. If we won that game, we would have got promoted. So um, <laughs> as as much as it would have been a difficult one for me to be. On the pitch, celebrating if if we'd won and got promoted, yeah, um, milking it in front of them, the Wrexham fans, they wouldn't like it, would they? But um, yeah, that coach journey on the way back was that was that, that was a tough one to take. That's yeah, a tough one to take. But you know, fair play, the the reaction and the the mentality and you know the character shown to to bounce back from that in a short amount of time on the um, the Wednesday against Torquay, I think it was. Yeah, better result and great performance on the back of that because um, you know a lot of teams have crumbled, but um, just shows you the the resilience in our you know within our squad and the the coaching staff as well to, to you know to come back come back off uh, you know a big defeat like that away at Wrexham you know the rivals and get a good win. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's it's good it's good to win, that we did win it at home, but it would have been great to win it there and then obviously there'd been no q and a's for you after that if you'd have been celebrating on the pitch would there <laughs> no that would be <laughs> there'd be no questions tonight well you be able to read out anyway <laughs> <laughs> um in terms of then you, you, you like your career it's, it's it's obviously it's a long career have you who's the best manager that you've played under it's a really difficult question that somebody's asked it but i forgot where it is yeah who's the best manager uh yeah, so it's 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 a tough one. Um it is a tough one. Um I made a debut with Paul Ince. Paul Ince was like loved loved him as a player, be, being a United fan. Um 
got a fair bit of stick off the the, the Mac lads because he um, they told him that I had a, a poster of Paul Ince on my wall <laughs> when I was a kid. And then three, three years later, he was my manager. So um, he obviously, you know, looked up to him quite a bit and he gave him a professional debut. Uh, before he moved on, moved high, moved higher up, but that's gone back a long time. And also, that was his first managerial job as well. So yeah, he was new to the game. Um, again, an, an, another manager that came in first job, uh, Sam Ricketts as well. He just seemed to have a great understanding of the game tactically and great man manager as well. Had a good connection with him, and you know he left on bad terms at Wrexham, but um, he wanted to move on to you know. Move, move up the league so you know as much stick as he got from the from the you know the Wrexham fans um I you know I, I respect him quite a lot and um worked really well with him Jim Bentley as well I, I got on really well with him short time at um short time at Morecambe when I went on loan there he's just just a really good guy really honest guy and he he, he had one of those um I don't know. He, he had a special skill where he made everyone feel special, whether they were starting in the starting eleven on a Saturday, whether on the bench or whether they were in the stand injured. He just, you know, made everyone feel a part of it. Um, and and also Keatsy for bringing me to Wrexham. Obviously enjoyed my my three and a half years there as um, as a Wrexham player, and you know he brought me to the club. Um, I think I had six managers at, at Wrexham. So you, about, you had you had six yeah, managers at Wrexham. I had six managers at Wrexham in three and a half years. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So. Um, so. Yeah. I didn't realise that. I was just about to ask you: was it Dean? Was it Keats? And then Parkinson? But obviously not. No, it's not, is it? No, I think I had, I had Dean Keats. I had um, Andy Davis that then took over as caretaker coach with Carl uh, Darlington. Um, Sam Ricketts. He left to go uh, to Shrewsbury. Um, Dean Keats had left to go to, to Warsaw. Um, after Ricketts was Graham Barrow. Yeah. Graham Barrow? I've gone the right way, yeah. That's a name. Brian. Um, and then I had... Um, oh, I've had a mind block. What's his name? <sighs> it's not good, is it? <laughs> <laughs> Are you trying to find it? Are you trying to find it, Nick? Are you furiously looking on Wikipedia for no, no, no. Rex sorry, managers. should I? Have. All right, no, no. Just... No, I can't, I can't have that in my search history, can I? <laughs> <laughs> I no, uh, uh, Brian Flynn. No, Brian Hughes. Brian Flynn. Brian Hughes. Brian Hughes. Sorry, Brian Hughes. Yeah. Brian, Hughes. Brian Flynn. Brian. Uh, Brian Flynn was his assistant. Ah, right, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brian Flynn was his assistant. Um, then he left. And then Dean Keats came back. But we had yes. two, two caretaker managers in, in between. That's some upheaval. Yeah. No, no wonder they didn't get promoted with all that upheaval. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But right. we were up there both occasions when, when Dean Keats left, I think we were second... Might have been second at Christmas when we left, or January. And then when uh, Sam Ricketts left, we were, I think we were top. Wow. He went super, yeah. So, you know, we were in a good position in the league. It was a bit bit of a bit of a shitter losing the manager, but um, 
Yeah, she's got to get on with it, I guess. It's a horrible league to get out of anyway, isn't it, at the best of times? Then you add the upheaval into it. I mean, the, the, the fact it's still just two up is astonishing. Like, I mean, it, look, it looks like they're doing something about it now and they're going to open it up a bit more. Because like that bottleneck down there, having, having, having clubs that size down there is absolutely ridiculous. Yeah. That long. Yeah. Yeah, you get you've got some massive clubs in there. I mean, Wrexham. I think they're in the fifteenth season, being a non-league. Yeah, you know. And then once you get out, you know, you'd like to think that the clubs that do that get out go on, and the momentum's there. You've got the likes of Luton in the Champ, Lincoln yeah. League One. You know, there's um, there's some big clubs down there. So it's um, yeah, hardest hardest league in the world to get out of. Yeah. <laughs> And you, you were at Forest Green when they got promoted, weren't weren't you as well? Did you get promoted with both Forest Green and Mansfield? No, I got, uh, got beat in the playoff final for Forest Green. And oh, yeah. Got promoted, won the league with Mansfield. Yeah, um, and County, even though I don't play. <laughs> it's on your CV, mate. It's on your CV. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Technically, I was still a player, so I'm going to count it. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Doing a John Terry. John Terry, yeah. Come out at the end of the on, yeah. Uh, I love it. Have we got any more questions? Let's have a look. Uh, I don't think so. I think we're all out of questions. Um, right, it's probably a good place to, to wrap it up so you can go and tend to your kids, get them to sleep, go and read them a story or something. Yeah. I forgot to, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the wife would be happy with that, to be fair, wouldn't she? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she would. <laughs> um, so, yeah, um, just another reminder, please do like and subscribe and whatever podcast player you're listening to us on, please rate and review and follow us and get notifications and things like that. Thank you very much. Nick, have I missed anything? No, I usually you have not. not no, I have no, usually no, got an agenda, and then you're just supposed to rat shit. <laughs> what was that then? <laughs> I missed that. No more emergency questions. Yeah, have you got any more emergency questions, Nick? No, no, but I, I, I will. I've, I'm going to build up a collection of emergency questions. I had that idea about an hour ago, so it'll right. come. Most, it'll come. Okay, yeah. okay. I was going to say but one what, emergency what question. Do? <laughs> yeah, well, what, what we'll do, we'll I'll collect them all together, then maybe we'll bring them out as a book. Well, Richard Herring has already done that. Like, that's that's where I got the idea, I'll be honest. So, right, so maybe, yeah. Maybe we won't bring it out as a book, because he's already done it. It's best not to go around copying people's ideas, I find. Well, <laughs> I can get away with it. I don't think he'll be watching. I you're going to drop the, the post office one in, Nick. Yeah, yeah. What was the weirdest thing you ever posted at the post office I worked at that you came into? What was, what was the weirdest oh, thing you ever had to post? Oh, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, press box, like, knowing JJ from years back, I can't go, like, showing off all day, can I? <laughs> <laughs> you never used to feel them to try and get an idea of what was in there? No, they, they wouldn't let me anywhere near the parcels. I've, I've not got a trustworthy face. <laughs> Just as well. <laughs> we did that weirdly enough at that post office we did have the police come in one day and they said like oh we need to look at your cctv because someone had basically posted drugs and a phone to a prison in the post oh. office that i uh, worked in yeah 
Yeah. And obviously, yeah, surely that wasn't me. Well, that's the first thing I was like, we've got to protect JJ here. You know, we can't <laughs> valuable exports. We, we, can't, we can't come in in his life. He's already getting an FA charge for not punching a Chester player. So we really need to look after him. But yeah, they, they watched the CCTV back and saw me like mopping up in the morning, dancing. So oh, that nice. was uh, that was awkward. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is the policeman watching me dance on the CCTV. Yeah. What Could a day. Worse, what a day. Could have been worse. <laughs> Are you uh, are you going to answer the question? Are you going to answer your own question, JJ? Uh, uh, yeah, I think it was. Pro- <laughs> to be honest, it was probably posting stuff from the missus. I think posting stuff. Yeah, that seems the most sensible answer, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, best thing to say. Just deny all knowledge. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, that's good. You didn't tell me that JJ had been into your post office, Nick. You told me about oh, Phil Neely and other people. Never JJ. Sorry about who? What? Didn't Phil Mealy come in once? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Plenty, plenty of people came in. But Dean Gaffney came in. Dean Gaffney? No way. Dean Gaffney, yeah. And I was like, and he walked past, I was like, I know you. And like, he was like, he's obviously expecting someone to go, oh, you're in EastEnders. And I was like, you were in extras, weren't you? So, <laughs> bit of cool little cred there, yeah. And he just nice. nodded. We had uh, Grant, Grant Spencer, brother of Scott, he, he worked a few doors down as well. And Stephen McPhee. Yeah, 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 he had his shop the oh, yeah. post office. Yeah, uh, it was quite the hotbed of uh, top footballing talent that was, <laughs> and Dean Gaffney. <laughs> but hasn't Dean Gaffney done sports aid or something? And he, was he all right? I don't know. Didn't he play in the thing, the charity game at County last year? Oh, yeah, I think he did. Yeah, celebrity match. That's the one, yeah, yeah. So does, all, does all he live around there. here or something? What's why does Dean Gaffney go in post offices I in think, Stockport? I think it, it's some sort of some of his acting work that like, brought him up here. Right, not EastEnders, obviously. One of the other three things that he's done. <laughs> it wasn't EastEnders or extras. I know that. Lovely stuff. Right, we'll definitely wrap it up there, JJ. So you can go and tend to your kids. No more emergency questions and no more. No more talking about post offices. Let's put it that, let's put it that way. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much for coming on. It's been an absolute pleasure. Yeah, yeah, um, thank you so much. Um, one, one last thing, though, not a question. If you could if you could um, stitch somebody else up from the club to come on the podcast, let, let me know, whether it's a player, staff member, whatever. Um, I think I've got a good person for you. Be good at that. Okay. Have you had Rick, Rick Hinks on? Have you had him on yet? Rick Hinks? Uh, no, we haven't. He has me- he has messaged us tonight though, and right. says that he, he we love you, JJ. So <laughs> yes, right, okay. Yeah, well, if you, yeah. great guy. If, yeah, if you can if you can get him get his number to me, that'll be good, and we'll uh, we'll we'll sort that out. Yeah, let's cool. do it. Nice, good stuff. Right, cheers, mate. Thanks for coming on. And cheers, Nick. cheers, Nick. Thanks for having me. Oh, and uh, we will see you all next week. Cheers, everyone. Bye now. Staff Bagara War is written and produced by Russ Johnson and Nick Lee. Our title music was composed by Dan Johnson. For more of our content, go to all the W's, scarfbagarawar.co.uk. The Talksport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. 
there's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. It's the 90th minute. All your mates around. You've got your McNugget share boxes ready to go. Your mates already got booked for double dipping and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfect. Order McDelivery now on the McDonald's app. You in? At participating restaurants. 18 plus. Serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. <laughs> 